The madness is over. Room 303 is back to crown a new champion. And it's probably North Carolina. Or maybe it's April Fool's. Who knows? I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have executive producer E. I just like I just like letting it play more, dude. Every time I'm just like I'm just, I'm just gonna listen to the whole song. <laughs> How you doing this evening, Nick? I'm good. Um, it's coming up to a day that, in my opinion, should be a national holiday. I mean, we have a national holiday for uh, somebody who murdered a bunch of indigenous american people but we don't have a national holiday for the greatest of american sports and that's baseball and the holiday should be opening day no i don't agree (laughs) about them about having a holiday for christopher columbus i'm glad that's that's noted no his real name is christopher cologne so i support that holiday yeah whatever (laughs) how you doing you doing good and honestly, if there's any sport that's going to get a holiday, it's the post-Super Bowl Monday. Yeah, because no one is sober on that day. Well, Eric, I know you never served in the United States military, but let me tell you, that's already a holiday. <laughs> it's national call-off day. <laughs> it's national. It's national. Don't come into work until noon day. <laughs> Oh boy, that is uh, that's the roughest Monday of all Mondays. That's for sure. So, if we're making anything holidays, I'd like to I'd like to put put my uh, little conjecture into it. It's not sports related, just Cinco de Mayo. I need whatever day is after Cinco de Mayo off, <laughs> so that way I can go off. <laughs> I you know one of the things about moving to corporate America is like, yeah, the military does suck. And it does steal a lot of your time. The one thing the military does right is when we don't work, we don't work for a while. Like 4th of July's are like 96's. Memorial Days are 96's. I mean, like when the military does it, we don't take off often. It's like baseball. <laughs> we don't we don't take off often. But when we do, it's like at least 72 hours. That they're there, like, there, go home. Get drunk. Burn off some stress. There's an off season in the military. You just got to know where to look. Oh, it's a hundred percent palm stand down. <laughs> it's, it's exactly it's, like it's exactly like baseball. There's an off season. You just got to know where to look. <laughs> oh, it's 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 the middle of it's the middle of December to the middle of January. No work gets done. By the way, Af- after winter meetings are complete, oh. is when off season really happens. But it seems oh, yeah. like World Series finishes, and the next day it's like. Look at all these baseball moves. <laughs> right. <laughs> NBA and NFL have like calendars where nothing happens. Nope, right. not baseball. You can't legally tamper during these periods. Right, right, right. Yeah, because everyone follows that. Right. All right, so we do have another episode today, I believe, right? Yes, maybe. Yeah. Oh, let me, right. let me say something before you move forward, Jermaine. Last week, looking at analytics, since I'm the podcast analytics guy and the one who tracks Self, Self-proclaimed, by the way. Self-proclaimed, self-promoted, uh, self-assigned. Last month was our best month 
in terms of podcast uh, downloads, listens, streams. So I just wanted to say to everybody, we appreciate you right off the bat, listening, sending your ideas, making this possible through 104 episodes. We got to come up with uh, like a name for the listeners. What about Roomsters? <laughs> the 303 303ers. Oh, I feel like that's a direct rip off. The room, the roomsters. <laughs> the roomsters just popped in my head. I can't. The roomsters. It's like it's like Teamster and Rooster had a baby. Degenerates, except the degenerates are threes. The E's well, and degenerates are threes. If they're avid listeners, they should be called the faders because they're fading us. Oh, that one's pretty good. We'll have to workshop it, though, because I don't want to give you credit. <laughs> I was just about to be like, dang, Jermaine. Rendered you speechless. And the only thing you come up with, that's pretty good. But way to, way to work it back. Way to work it back to say, we'll have to workshop it, though, because it's not there yet. <laughs> All right, so we do have another episode for you, as promised. Pop Culture Pick'em, Movies Everyone Likes But You Can't Stand, March Madness Review, uh, sorry, Eric. Uh, MLB Futures. Uh, are we doing all of these? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, world. Basic- yeah, yeah. And then World Cup talk. Yeah, group bracket, stage lines, futures. I just, I just wasn't sure. I wasn't sure this was for this episode. I should probably do some prep work next time, huh? <laughs> you were, I'm- you were too busy. Uh, you were too busy number crunching or block building. Number matching, bro. Number matching. Sorry. Yeah, uh, well, I definitely I'm I'm the shoot from the hip guy. You know what I mean? Like I said, pre-show, I don't want to do research and be wrong. So here we go. <laughs> All right, so the order is Nick, Eric, Jermaine. Movies everyone likes, but you can't stand. I'll start it off with Interstellar. I can't stand that movie. Okay. Everybody uh, else, everybody seems to tell me how great that movie is. I cannot stand it. Well, come see me after this, so I go whoop that ass. <laughs> I'm just said, well, that's the that's the category. You can't stand it. Everybody else <laughs> loves it. You can't stand it. So Interstellar one one. It's too high brow for Nick. <laughs> no, you did not just turn to Eric and say something was too high brow. Like you two are <laughs> sipping cognac in your beachfront apartment. No, but I do have a leather gaming chair in my beachfront apartment. So yeah, well, Eric needs sitting. Eric needs to shave that mole rat off his chin before he can be any high class society. <laughs> it, it keeps me from looking like a volleyball. Uh, you you see how mad he is when he's not highbrow. He comes at you personally. Yo, did you just compare yourself to Wilson <laughs> from I got Ca- a big round from, white head from Castaway? That's I'm sorry, funny Wilson. Hell. Uh, all right, go ahead, Eric. You're uh, 102. Uh, so this is probably going to cause a ruckus in the group chats, but the most overrated film of all time is Forrest Gump. I fucking hate that movie. I hate Forrest Gump, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> it's a wrong opinion. I'm sorry. It's a wrong opinion. It's a in classic the book, movie. In the book, he goes to space with a monkey. Of all the parts to cut out, that's not the one you cut out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they did an hour on his Chinese ping pong career. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. I'll give you that. I won't give you that the whole movie is terrible. 
Oh, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. And it's speak three hours of horseshit. What? Yeah, I'm, I was finishing your sentence because that's how yeah. in sync we are. Now you're gonna tell me the academy is wrong. I will not stand for it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say it with a straight face. All right, so I'm gonna follow it up with uh, two absolute heavy hitters of my hate category for movies. Uh, the first one is Avatar by that prick James Cameron, and second is Castaway by that prick Tom Hanks. I knew you were setting up Castaway. I knew I knew it was coming. Excellent, hey bro. You know yeah, I mean Avatar. I mean I, 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 you can take or leave Avatar. I, everybody gave such like, oh, it's 4K cameras and this big budget. It wasn't that good of a movie. It was Fern Gully meets Last of the Mohicans, and it was like in outer space. So like, wait, okay, so you're gonna go off to the Academy now? You're gonna tell me Hollywood just uses old movies to make new movies? No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. And speaking of, no, Eric has a remake for his second spot. No, you don't have a remake for no. your second spot. Damn, no, bro. Remake, no. Come on, now you got a professional set you up. podcast. Eric, I set you up. Honestly, I tuned you guys out this last like forty-five seconds. Uh, so I have oh, no idea shocker. what you're talking about. <laughs> That's the third shock of the show. Wow. All right, give and us your just dead space. I know, we're waiting on his ass. Look at him red, laughing, you can't keep up. Volleyball ass. Uh, My second pick is going to be the Star Wars franchise. That's that's garbage. The franchise? The franchise? All in nine movies? Every last one of them is trash. It's wrong. It's started an entire culture. Nerd culture is cool now because of Star Wars. (laughs) It's fine. I'm not saying anything, but I was just like, come on now. That's ridiculous. 33% of it is hot garbage. is a hot burning tire fire. I'll give you that. Yeah, there's there's bad Star Wars movies. We ain't, that's why we're like, if you pick the Star Wars movie, the franchise, though. The original trilogy, not a fan of it. The second trilogy. What's your favorite movie of all time? <laughs> Fight Club? Fight Club? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why? What are you laughing at, Nick? It just it came off so just like Eric's talking about his stuff, like he breaking down each trilogy of the Star Wars, and you just turn to him and go, What's your favorite movie of all time? Just like ready to just be like, that's the stupidest movie ever. All right, moving no, on. No, it's just like, bro, you better you better only watch the reader and like uh Moonlight and Precious. And every other Academy darling, like Dakota movie, you better have that have watched it five times already, right? For you to have this ridiculous take. I don't think it's a good. All take. the movies, all of them. Not one of them is good. Not really episode not, not a single one. Bro. Episode so four, ridiculous. episode five. Same dude who's like, we watch a Boba Fett, bro. So so ridiculous, bro. All right, Nick. Oh, so it's is, a Star Wars movie. It's just what? Star Wars movie. No, he's a goon, bro. He's just trolling right now. That's what he's doing. All right. Uh, this, one, this one is close to my heart. I love the story of it, and I think Hollywood just absolutely missed the mark. And it's Moneyball. I hate Moneyball as a movie. People like to people like to make out the 2004 A's as like this down on their luck club. 
They literally had the AL Rookie of the Year, the AL MVP, and the best pitching staff in 2004. You ever heard of Tom Glavin? You ever heard of Mark Mulder? Like, they were a good team. And they're like, oh, we lost these three players. There's no way we can compete. But we have Brad Pitt, and he's this great, he's this great person who is a good GM because he got passed over by the Mets for sucking at baseball. Stupid movie. <laughs> you have another choice, you know that, right? <laughs> No, I'm just gonna tell everybody how stupid of a movie. Because <laughs> you, you like finished, and I was just like, God, nobody's gonna, nobody's well, gonna I, fight I, you here. <laughs> I, mean, I thought you guys were gonna like add some, add, like I agree, and then I'd be like, good, moving on to my next choice. I was just looking for the period on the end of the sentence from you guys. Third movie, Saw, the entire franchise. I'm gonna take it all down. The Saw movie franchise is awful. The, the first the, one is a marginally first- good. The first one is good. The rest. The first of one is a. Movie. The first one is an average movie at best. I would. Well, good is what six, five, seven. That's what I. So you're saying a five out of ten is the first one? Maybe at best. I haven't watched the first one in a while, but I when I first watched the that when I my first viewing of Saw One, I was like, this isn't a good movie. And then I was like, they've made nineteen more. Yeah, I mean, they didn't need nineteen, but. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Didn't they just make a new one called Spiral or some shit? I actually heard that some, one's pretty good. S- something like that. It's with Chris Rock, right? Where he's the detective? Is Will Smith yes, the villain? Chris Rock is in it, yeah. <laughs> No, not yet. Will Smith is the voice. No, seriously. Nobody's buying that, right. bro. <laughs> That's not right. All right, Eric, what's your third choice? Oh, he's uh, pick a good one. Man. He's going to troll again. Watch. His, this entire list was made to troll. That's not true. Uh, we've, cr- we've created a monster in these pickups just by trying to, <laughs> just by trolling him so much. So, this next franchise, I would have never watched a single movie. Swear to God, if you say Lord of the Rings, Eric, I'm flying to San Diego. I'm beating the shit out of you. No, it's the Harry Potter franchise. Yeah, okay. I agree. They're they're good movies though. Like I agree, oh, way overhyped. Yeah, I mean overhyped, fine, but they're good. All right, <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking. Can't stand, bro. This is Eric, this is Eric this is, is leading to, to like this is leading to like internal discourse between us. Now, what I'm trying to get at is like can't stand. Eric is ready to go see the secrets of Dumbledore. So like. You clearly, it's not that you can't stand it. Like, you're picking fan bases that you don't like at this point. Not, you're not picking movies you can't stand. That's what I'm, all right. I mean, I'll, I'll let it go, but it just doesn't, I just feel like we're missing the mark here. But, uh, movies you well, can't Well, not, we, I'm, stand. I feel like I, I feel like I understand the assignment. Movies you can't stand. Jesus, bro. This is such a tough, uh, total recall. Which one? The first one? Yeah, any of them. First one's good. No, it's not. It's terrible. First one's classic Arnold. Okay. Do you just hate all Arnold movies? Most of them are bad. Well, then there you go. That's why you don't like Toro Rico. No, most of his movies are bad. They're Twins, not bad. They're action twi- movies. Twins is fire. Jingle All the Way is fire. Put that fire. cookie down. 
what else is he in? True Lies is dope. Oh, True Lies. That's what I almost said before. I said Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way is a those, fire movie. You, you killed all those people? Yeah, but they were all bad. Yeah, so, and then, yeah, because I don't, the Terminators that he's in aren't that great. Commando? You're telling what me you won't watch Commando and just have a good time. Commando's good. Predator? Yeah. <laughs> Predator's good, yeah. So I, uh, I I didn't say I disliked Arnold. Nick tried to say I didn't like Arnold, but some of them are Kindergarten bad. Cop. Kindergarten Cop. Did you know they made a part two <laughs> with Arnold? No, with uh, man, what's the German dude? The German Dolph Lundgren. Oh, Dolph Lundgren. There you go. He's, He's Swedish. Kindergarten- yeah. Oh, dude, same shit, bro. Germany escaped <laughs> to Sweden, and now it's Germany light, bro. It was the good Germans. That's how it works, bro. Carry the one. <laughs> it's it's like if you took Arizona tea and they had the sugar-free light versions. That's what you did with Germany to create Sweden, except you took the hate out. <laughs> no, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> oh, man. And then the next one that I just can't – I just don't stand – I can't stand – Everyone loves these. Are, this is actually a really hard list. And, you know, everyone. Uh, I usually don't agree with everyone's takes on movies, and everyone's like, "Dude, Jermaine, he's just trying to be different." Um, man, can I abscond? <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna pass. I'll give you two movies at the at the end. Alright. Uh with my fourth pick, I gotta go with the mask. <laughs> Low hanging fruit, bro. Why? <laughs> Who's championing the mask? <laughs> I mean the mask is like like the mask is a good it doesn't know like I mean it knows what it is. <laughs> I know that all I heard. When's the last time anyone was just like, you know which movie I love? <laughs> you know, you know Jim them. Carrey movie slaps? <laughs> the Mask. That's all I'm asking. It's like, like, give me your top five Jim Carrey movies. Well, obviously The Mask. <laughs> mask 2, Son of Mask. <laughs> oh, God, dude. I was going to say Son of Mask is a terrible movie. It absolutely is. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your thought. That just stems from my dislike for Jim Carrey. I don't think he makes good movies. At all. I mean, uh, what is it? The uh, The Eternal Spotless Mind? Wow, Eric. So funny you mentioned that. Because that's my next movie. I hate (laughs) the Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Get the fuck out of here. Jim Carrey does not make good serious movies. Jim Carrey is a comedic actor, a role actor. Man, that's so funny. <laughs> Fantastic leeway, Eric. <laughs> I've been trying to do that all day. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll, I'll I'll go with I'll go with something that's a little bit more millennial movies, like movies we grew up with. But pr- something is going to come into my honorable mentions. My last movie. The Blair Witch Project. I cannot stand that movie. I don't see what people get from it. 
again, I feel like low hanging fruit here. <laughs> oh well, yeah. I get it's been a while since like what night? When did it come out, Eric? Ninety nine. Yeah, I was a wee little lad. Yeah, I mean, like I remember my sisters watching it, and they're like, "This is the scariest movie ever," and I was like, "You can never see the actual witch." It's all just <laughs> shaky camera work. Oh, that's a good one for honorable mention that I just thought of. But yeah, Blair Witch Project is my is my fifth and final pick. Uh, so for my fifth pick, there's a lot of movies I want to say here. I'm going to go with one that's probably going to piss you guys off. I can't stand The Gladiator or Gladiator. It's a terrible pick. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. It's a terrible. It's a terrible choice. <laughs> it's a terrible choice, and your opinion's wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah, that that's. Why do you not like it? I've never been more frustrated watching a movie where I'm just like, just kill this motherfucker, just kill Joaquin Phoenix right now, throw a sword at him, climb up the wall, do something, just end this motherfucker, and I have to deal with him for three hours. It just. That's- that's what makes him a great villain. I dude, it's ev- that's every movie. Every Marvel movie you could say that. Every movie you could say that. Like that is what's the point of watching movies if that's what you're going to be upset about? So I have a question. Do you like, that's hate weird. Do you hate Christoph Waltz character from Inglorious Bastards? No. It's specifically the- it's specifically this movie. It kills his wife, he kills thing. his kid. It just Joaquin Phoenix does such a good job. It just made me... I hate him. Oh, 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 oh. You can't say an actor did a great job and it's a terrible movie. He played the role the best. Joaquin it, Phoenix is the greatest actor of all time. Listen. Ooh, this, that's a bold That performance statement. made me not Holy like the movie. Made me not enjoy shit. the movie. And that is a blasphemous statement. That was a bold fucking statement, bro. He's the greatest Ooh. actor of all time. Damn, dude, that's a bold statement. That's is it wrong? I was thinking. Uh, dude, honestly, you've got legs to stand on. And that, when you're making declarative statements about greatest, you know how I get on this. Right. That's all you need. All you need is legs to stand on, and that is crazy. <laughs> but hey, you got legs to stand on. I mean, he's in the conversation. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, he's in the conversation. Will I pick him? Probably not. Not to him and w- him and Will Smith. My two greatest actors of all time. <laughs> the second one, Eric got so hot. Come on, man. Dog, I literally, I literally heard him go. Oh. All right, Jermaine. Two two movies to round us out. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I could see. I could see why you don't like it. I think it's a great movie. I don't. I just. I watched it late. So right. I didn't really get – I watched it, and I was just like, this is the movie everyone said I had to watch. And I was just like, all right. I haven't really seen it. I also don't think Quentin Tarantino is as great as everyone says he is. But Agreed. He makes – he's had some fucking fire movies, though. Like, absolutely. But everyone just – to just, like, snort the ground he walks on as if he's just, like, pure fucking magic blows my mind. He's He's not like – he's not like Scorsese. He's not as good as Scorsese. Yeah, I would say so, yeah. He's better than Spielberg, though. Well, yeah. He's not better than Michael Bay, that's for damn sure. <laughs> Ain't nobody better than <laughs> Ain't nobody better than Michael Bay. I can't think of one off my head. What? 
anybody better than Michael Bay, then that's my <laughs> point. <laughs> a Martin Scorsese flick that isn't mobster based. Oh, I, I, I know I've seen a bunch. <laughs> he he has think- one. <laughs> I can't name it. <laughs> I can't. No, I can't name it. I don't know his. But first of all, mobster movies are fire, bro. I just, yeah, I agree. No, I know, but that's why I think Scorsese is good. The Departed is probably movies? top five for me. <laughs> oh, he did. Did you just say Scorsese did more? Because I Googled it and it said Scorsese Morbius. I was like, he didn't do Morbius. He did Taxi Driver, Eric. That's probably his. And, <sighs> and Raging Bull. I was like, he's done. A, he's done several movies that are good that are not but you Both don't those are de niro but you don't think right that, yeah well, he cast the same person oh most directors yeah. Do. yeah yeah i'm not knocking him for that yeah you um, you you would get away with asking the question has martin oh shit did we lose nick scorsese done a movie that doesn't feature an actor and i'd probably say no oh dang i think we might did, you there nick you hear me yeah okay you're good now we didn't hear what you said about Scorsese, so I was gonna say if if you asked the question, Eric, has a Martin Scorsese movie not featured an Italian main character? I would say no. You're wrong. It's always got to be Italian. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But hey, you write what you know. All right, last yeah, one. Good. Last one I'm picking is um, Twilight. Great pick. The series. Fuck those movies. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're all in agreement here. I, I the other thing is I worked the movie theater when they were coming out and i will tell you what god damn those preteen girls were fucking crazy bro yeah i I will say unlike other franchises that have young young actors in it robert pattinson's made a name for himself and chris stewart uh yeah what's so funny is they sucked at acting in the twilight movie yeah. And then you watch other stuff they do, and I was like, oh, so you could act this whole so this was a choice. <laughs> like that was you chose to be shitty. <laughs> I was like, oh Chris, okay. Kristen Stewart got bagged so much for Twilight that like people have not recognized that she's become like a very good actress. <laughs> yeah. She just got nominated for an Oscar. She lost, but she was nominated. Well, Good. I know, but like people still think of her as like in Twilight, and they're like, oh, she's just like she just is emotionless and can't act. <laughs> Speaking of emotionless, let's move to Eric's uh, Monday night. So March Madness is over, like I said. Are we not going to review the, the bar picks? I mean, people heard them. Go ahead, Eric. Read the list. <laughs> read the list. For our picks. The final four? No, for the picks. <laughs> read the pop culture pickums back. Oh, that was a Bro, high moment. He was, was he's not even high. That was a high moment. Eric, Ooh. you gotta pay attention when you're looking at somebody. That's just Dude. basic, that's just basic human interaction, Eric. He went to March Madness and my mate my mind just switched. So I was in my March Madness. All right, move all right, move on then. <laughs> all right, picks happened. We made them, ladies and gentlemen. If you made it this far, you definitely heard them. So we're not reading it back. We're getting to March Madness, which absolutely <laughs> shut Eric down, as you just heard in the last minute of conversation. Uh, the Final Four happened this weekend. We had two primetime, as a very popular term, Blue Bloods play each other. Villanova, well, I guess Villanova's not really a Blue Blood. They have three national titles. I'm pretty sure they qualify. Is that what? Yeah. 
I wonder what the qualifications of blue blood is. You look that up, Eric. Uh, but we had blue blood. We had Villanova versus Kansas, one versus two, and we had Duke versus North Carolina. First time ever in tournament history, a two versus eight seed. Uh, in the first game, you had Kansas over Nova, never trailed in the game, jumped out to a 10-point lead. I believe they won by damn near 20. Maybe it was like 17 or something like that. Uh, so Kansas handily ran to the title game. And then in the other game, the, the matchup everyone was waiting for, Coach K's farewell tour, uh, Duke and Duke versus UNC, first time ever in March Madness history. Uh, Duke, UNC comes out to a lead. Duke comes back. UNC takes it back in a back-and-forth affair for pretty much that whole game. UNC pulls it out at the end. Caleb Love goes clutch again uh, and delivers UNC a championship opportunity. All right, you have the Blue Bloods for us? Yeah. What is it? So the six recognized Blue Bloods – Kentucky, UCLA, North Carolina, Kansas, Duke, and Indiana has nothing to do with the uniform. It has to do with the quality of the of the program. Okay. And then there's four miniature blue bloods. That's going to be Louisville, Yukon, Michigan State, and Syracuse. Oh, so Villanova isn't even there. They're technically not a blue blood. No. Yeah, so that's what I'm, that's I was as I was saying it. They said it all leading up to it. Blue bloods, blue bloods, blue bloods, blue bloods, blue bloods. Um, that's interesting. All right, so that brings us to the title game. You have UNC, the eight seed, taking on Kansas, the one seed, in what was an absolute primetime matchup. Uh, actually, Kansas jumped out first. UNC kind of fell behind. I think they were down six or seven or eight in the first half. And then they went on a run and powered through to the end of the first half, taking a 15-point lead into halftime. And that is all she wrote for North Carolina. In the second half, Kansas comes out, jumps all over them. They were on a 31-10 to run to start the half. And due to the 15-point advantage, it was a close affair. UNC had a shot, ends up losing it on a last-second turnover down three after their big man who pretty much dominated the game, Bacot, my God, Bacot, got hurt. And the final 50 seconds were a wrap, and UNC walked out of there a loser. Eric, thoughts? Uh, So, first and foremost, fuck Kansas. Um. But the real can North Carolina showed up last night. Can I make an What's addendum up? to that? Fuck Kansas. Yeah, I'd like to team. make a, a part one B to that. Go to hell, Carolina. You may continue. <laughs> uh, the real North Carolina showed up. They were up 15 at half. They took their foot off the gas. They weren't doing any fast break offense uh, or transition offense. They were stagnant in the second half. Foul trouble for Bacot. Bacot! And then... I don't know what Bill Self said at halftime, but that Kansas team came out. Oh, they they came, came out hot, hot, bro. And they were, what was it, a, like a three-quarter press? Yeah, they, they started picking up full court. They tried to speed Carolina up. 
and it seemed to be the most effective course of action that that they pulled. I remember I watched the first 90 seconds of the second half, and I was literally like, oh, shit, Bill Self fucking got them ready. There are positives to this loss, though. Hubert Davis for future recruiting. It's going to help that he went to the national title. In his first year, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're, we're forever going to have that fuck you, Coach K. We knocked you out of the tournament in your last season. Well, did you hear the news? It's He's not coming back. No. Please, God, no. Jay, will, did you hear the news, Nick? I, I mean, no, but is is the news Coach K is coming back for another year? Jay Williams thinks that Coach K comes back for another year. Yeah, that dude sure. needs to go ride a motorcycle and shut up. Wow. He had a motorcycle accident that ended his NBA career. Oh. <laughs> I did not know that about him. <laughs> yeah, he was drafted by the Bulls. That's a funny joke. I agree. I support that joke, Eric. Now, uh, may I add again, may you reference back to addendum 1B, go to Hell Carolina. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. <laughs> is it? Is it my turn for comments? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, I think, are you wrapped? No. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> North Carolina does it again. You gotta love the Tar Heels. Chapel Thrill, baby. Man, they had that in the bag, Eric. What happened? Up I by 16? No team has ever lost with a lead of, what, 11 or more? No team has ever lost with a double-digit lead in the final. I was sweating. I'm going to be honest. I was in a bar surrounded by UNC people. They were shouting, Tar, heel, Tar, heel. Back and forth, I was like, man, this is it. Maybe UNC did do it this year. And then Billy S. lit a little fire under that Jayhawk ass. And they came out. And it doesn't matter how you start, Eric. Aesop's fable. doesn't matter how you start. It's how you finish. I think I figured it out. Mm. It was Coach K's dick that Bill Self kept choking on every year. And now that he's gone, <laughs> he was able to get to the championship and win one. Mm. Maybe. Oh, that's well done. Okay. Yeah, whatever. I'll let you have that one. <laughs> My guy. <laughs> this guy. All right. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what, 33% of this podcast Absolutely thrilled that uh, Rock Chalk Jayhawk pulled it out after being down. They're the old. They're the only team. Well, first of all, it's the biggest deficit. Are they the only team to come back from double digits? I don't know. I remember hearing the stat, and I don't remember the stat specifically right now. And then you have Eric, the thirty-three percent, who's sad as hell. And then you have me in the middle, who was like, "Damn, that's a good national championship game." It started way <laughs> too late, though. Can we all just can we all be in agreement that it started way too late for being New Orleans? Yeah, can can East Coast people go to work earlier so we can move game times up? I just think don't have West Coast game times in a central time zone. So Loyola Chicago came back from 15. In the final? In, in the championship? Yeah. Loyola Chicago did not win. They won a championship in 1963? Biggest comeback in national championship history. Loyola Chicago. What happened to the end of that word? Half deficit to Cincinnati. God damn what? it, Nick. <laughs> to Cincinnati. <laughs> Fuck. History in Cincinnati. 
Uh, English is his second language. You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here no, first, folks. Eric that. smells like, burnt toast. And it throws me off. Like, I know it's dumb. But Eric smells burnt toast, and his right arm hurts. I'm having a stroke, guys. <laughs> yeah, but in 1963. Listen, that's the set. How many teams were happens. in the tournament in 1963? Four. Well, there's been 65 iterations of the NC- of March Madness. So I need to go back and find out. 65 Eric, iterations of March Madness. Eric just doesn't want to do quick math like that. The tournament, the tournament expanded to 64 teams in 1985. I know that's what I was about to say. That, that still does not add up to 65 no, iterations. No, it doesn't. Of March Madness. It doesn't. That's what the announcer said yesterday in the game. He's like, "This is the 65th iteration of the of the NCAA championship game." I was like, All right, "Cool, that's a big word. I'm gonna use it on the podcast tomorrow." Oh Jesus! Oh, here we go, <laughs> Eric. Eric, tell the viewers about your big word that you learned that you were using wrong in pre-show. Oh, salacious! Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't send an email. Don't send a salacious email to anybody at work because that means sex. <laughs> in a way. All right, let's let's speed this up. That was. Google the word. It's S A L A C I O U S. Eric gave that. Oh, it's it's sexual undertones and meanings, but whatever. It means sex, apparently. Let's go ahead and move on to MLB futures. That's right. If you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, you know we love our MLB futures. So we're going to run down divisions. We're going to run down win totals. We'll give you over-unders, who we like to win a division, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, Nick, without further ado – actually, hold on. How do we want to do this? Eric, do you have the odds up or no? I do have the odds up, and I also have the spreadsheets, all the picks. Okay. All right. So, Nick, how do you want to go through this? Start with division. Yeah, so we'll go we'll go through division. I'll give you guys some good bets, at least coming from Bovada. Um we'll 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 go through division, we'll go through uh leagues, and then we'll look at um player props. All right. So what division are you want to start with? Let's start with the AL East. Least AL least. So as you guys know, this year, based on the CBA, is a 12-team playoff. So just keep that in mind as we move forward. AL East, uh, last year, well, actually, let's let's start with uh, our fi- our final off-season review. So I know I talked to you guys about uh, teams that added wins in free agency. It's basically all wrapped up right now. Um, and the Texas Rangers actually added the most wins uh, this free agency period. So they added 12 wins. They were closely followed by uh, the Yankees. They added a bit. The Yankees, Mets, and the Marlins all added 11 wins uh, this year. To round out the, and then the, the Detroit Tigers, Jermaine's darling, rounded out the top five with 10 wins. And, uh, we we talked about the Oakland A's and their fire sale that they had this offseason. 24 wins the Oakland A's gave away. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, the Astros, and the Reds 
uh, are the other three teams you're saying, Nick, that's only four teams. A team that did not need to give away more wins, the Pittsburgh Pirates gave away nine wins in free agency. How is that possible? <laughs> did they have nine wins to give away? <laughs> I don't think – I think that's – 10% of the wins that they got last year. So when you said the Strohs, the Rays, and then you hit me with the Reds, I was like, one of these teams is not like the other. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, the Giants also gave away a few wins last year, but the Giants are just good. So they were just great last year. Um, it's also the same thing with the Strohs and Rays. It, it, you always see it, right? Like the really good teams – especially if you're not the big market teams, you're going to lose players every year. Right, for sure. So let's start with the AL East. So last year, obviously, our bet, Tampa Bay Rays hit, earned us a lot of money. This year, I have four teams from the AL East making the playoffs. The Yankees win the division with 99 wins. The Yankees are also the best team in the AL. Toronto has 97 wins. Boston and the Rays both have 91. You have Toronto with 97 wins? Toronto has 97 wins this year. And if they complete the arms race that they're in with the Padres right now for Jose Ramirez, that could... Uh... It very it very well could. Um, so there's two bets that I want to focus on here. One right now, the Yankees to win the AL East is plus 240. They are not the favorites. Toronto right now is the favorites to win the AL East at plus 150. Since Toronto is is in our model two games back from the Yankees, you can just, just pick and choose. Pick and choose Toronto or New York to win this division. I mean, that's that's going to be a, a, a good bet, I would say, especially if you can get both of them at plus money. Yeah, I like the Blue Jays. I liked him last year, and so I'm doubling down this year. I'm going with Blue Jays on this. I did what I'm actually shocked to see them as the favorite. Uh, I mean, I know they made a lot of good moves and they were already a good team, but I figured it was going to be the Yankees and Rays before them. So Blue Jays win total set at 92 and a half this year. <sighs> Yankees win total set at 91 and a half. I like the Yankees over in this division. I don't want anything to do with that Blue Jays over. Something <laughs> else Something else in this division, I love the Baltimore Orioles under. Under 61 and a half wins for the Baltimore <laughs> Orioles. How many games do you play against your division? Um, it's supposed to be a third of your schedule, right? I believe that's correct, yeah. So it's about 50 games. Right. A little more than 50. Right. Um, you can bookmark the O's for about 50 losses. They're going, <laughs> Just, they're, they're going 0 and 50. Yeah, it's it's not even – I don't even think it's a – Just in the division alone. So Right. I, the under makes sense to me because especially if you're going to have that – you had the model projected four teams over 90 wins. Correct. And, <laughs> yeah, so there's got to be one team that So somebody out. has to take those L's. You know right. what I mean? So that, that is crazy. Anything else you got for this? Uh, Baltimore last year, by the way, uh, was uh, 20 and 56 against the uh, – oh, so you play half your games against the division. They were 20 and 56 
uh, against the against their in their division. So yeah, the fifty losses be guaranteed. Then. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stick with that. All right. Is that all you have for the AL East? That's all I have for the AL East. Uh, however, actually, I do have one more thing: the exact finishing order of Yankees, <laughs> Yankees, Blue Jays, Red Sox, Rays, and Orioles. I'll repeat: Yankees, Blue Jays, Red Sox, Rays, and Orioles. You pick those exact finishing orders. It's plus seventeen hundred on Bovada right now. Yankees, Blue Jays, Red Sox, Rays, Orioles. That's a fun bet. Yep. All right. Well, let's let's move to the Central. This division will be won by the White Sox. No, you cannot bet it because it's minus two thousand. The White Sox are going to win. They're going to run away with the division. They were injured last year. There's no possible way they could be more injured this year, and they won ninety three games last year i think they win 97 games this year yes i know lance lynn is hurt for a month whatever yes i know they traded craig kick craig kimbrell whatever the the white Sox win 97 games what i do see here hold is on, the Detroit- hold, hold on nick scroll up scroll up uh right now you can get chicago white Sox minus 200 to win the division Minus 200, not worth it, I don't think. It'll you said come- minus 2,000, though. I was like, yo, if, oh, if you thought it was minus 2,000, hammer the minus 200. Yeah. Minus 200, yeah. So minus 200, my fault. The intriguing bet that I think here is if you list all the playoff teams out, the top six teams that I think are going to make the postseason in the AL, it stops with the Tampa Bay Rays at 91. The next team, the number seven seed in the AL, is the Detroit Tigers at 86 wins. Right now, Detroit over-under is 78.5. Absolutely hammer the Detroit, the Tigers, 78.5. It's about about three weeks too late. I already told everyone to do that. Right. Uh, Well, you should have listened to Jermaine (laughs) then. But even even if you don't think, by the way, Detroit Tigers to make the playoffs plus 300. I love that bet. If you think the Detroit Tigers are going to win 82 games with their roster, hammer the over. They're giving you three and a half games right now. If you think in the in the AL Central with the Guardians, the Twins, and the Royals that the Tigers can't win, can't go 500, you're wrong. Yeah, they're going to lose to the White Sox, and the White Sox are going to run away with this division. But I think the Tigers have a legitimate chance. And that's even if four teams from the AL East make it. I don't know that that's possible. If the Red Sox or the Rays struggle with injuries, one injuries, yeah. And the Detroit Tigers are are finding their way into the playoffs. I love the Detroit Tigers bet. I also love Chicago White Sox over 92.5. I know it's high. I love it. They play a good division for that kind of number, though. Right. The exact finishing order of White Sox, Tigers, Guardians, Twins, Royals. White Sox, Tigers, Twins, or sorry, White Sox, Tigers, Guardians, Twins, and Royals. That exact finishing order, plus 2,000 on Bovada. Yeah, and it's actually going to be Tigers, White Sox, Twins, Guardians, Royals. What is, Eric, what's the Tigers to win the division right now? Plus five fifty. Yeah, it's I. I don't see it happening. It's a fan. It would be a fantastically fun bet, but I don't uh, see it happening. I see it happening. <laughs> I know you do. 
Let's move. What What are the Tigers to to win the uh, World Series or win the AL, Eric? The AL and the World Series. While he's looking that up, let's go ahead and move into American League West. All right, AL West. Say uh, transfer logic from Central over the AL West. The Astros are going to run away with this division. The rest of the division is embarrassing. Seattle Mariners to finish second. You say to me, Nick, Seattle won 90 games last year. Seattle had the highest Pythagorean luck win-loss in MLB history. They were the luckiest team in 162 games last year. They finished 14 games above where they should have been. Do I think I, I I think Seattle is a decent team? I think they're a 500 team. I think the Angels are a 500 team outside of Otani, who can't pitch every day, and Mike Trout, who's coming back. We'll get to my thoughts on Mike Trout later. Mike Trout can pitch, though, right? No, he cannot. <laughs> Mike Trout cannot pitch, and neither of those two players I just named are in the bullpen. Uh, Mike Trout needs to pick up a new skill. Right. First ever 19 tool play. Right. <laughs> I think I think Houston wins 96 games. I don't really have a bet for anything else. Oh, going back to the central real quick. Minnesota under 81 and a half. I don't think Minnesota makes 500. So that's a bet right there. I don't have I don't have any other bets. I really don't have any bets in the West aside from exact division order because I think Houston is minus 2000 to win it. Correct, Eric? Minus 170 to win the division. Okay, minus 170 to win it. The exact finishing order of Houston, Seattle, L.A., Texas, and Oakland is plus 325. It's the second highest odds, or maybe third highest odds. Actually, 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 I lied to you guys. Oakland Athletics under 69 and a half. Book it. They tried their hardest to get there. So. I mean, you can't tell me, I, Eric. Can you? Do you have worst record pulled up? Yeah, yeah they weren't is, even the worst record. What is Oakland A's worst record? Oh, actually, I looked at the worst odds. <laughs> Oakland Athletics is plus seven fifty. There's only Whoa. three teams with. My God, Hold throw on, more no. than pizza money on that. Hold on, let me present the three teams with better odds. Are you ready? Yeah. Would you like to guess? Uh, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Arizona. Yes. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. So the Oakland bet, the Oakland bet is fun, but I don't see it happening. I don't think the Pittsburgh Pirates win fifty games this year. Yeah, I'm going to be so- honest. I'll, I'll I'll advance that up front. As bad as Baltimore will be, I don't think the Pittsburgh Pirates win fifty games. I love how we were like, "Ooh, that Oakland worst records." Great bet. And then we looked at the other teams. And we're like, no, that's a shit bet, bro. I would love. I mean, I would love to see it. That would be great. Don't think oh, it's gonna happen. Oh man, it's probably not gonna happen. All right. So nothing else from American League West, correct? Nothing else. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I. I mean, I would. I would. From the AL, I guess one that I missed. Boston to make the playoffs is minus one twenty. That's still a little high for me. It's the only other real playoff bet that makes any sense. Minus one twenty is high. Minus 120 for me, yeah, on a playoff bet to make the playoffs. Mm. Um, I The the favorites, the, the AL is pretty easy to figure out. Aside from the Tigers, the AL is easy to figure out. The and best six teams should make it. The Tigers are the only wild card. The Tigers will make it. 
Well, there you go. That's from Jermaine. Let's move to the NL East now. Um, okay. What? No, no, I said okay. Atlanta, fantastic season last year. World Series champs. Unlucky season last year. And they crushed free agency. I know everybody's going to say, but they got rid of Freddie Freeman. Matt Olson's a better first baseman. They That's saved money. They saved money on saved a money. Yeah. Got a better first baseman. Added them almost two wins from last year. And you can still get the Atlanta Braves plus one twenty to win the East. Plus one twenty to win the East. And that's crazy to me. And the, secondly, like what we're not talking about is they won the World Series with their star player on on the injured reserve. Talk to him. Like they won eighty eight games last year. Acuna. Acuna didn't play. He didn't play in the final back half <laughs> of the season, and they won it all. So he's back now. Like. Freddie, all right, bye, bro. Who's who's the dude who has domestic violence, though? Is it Ozzy Albies? Uh, no, uh, Azuna, oh, Marcel Azuna. Uh, here's here's how good when's Ronald Acuna was back? playing. What? So I was asking when's Azuna supposed to come back? Oh, I, that I don't know. Can we look that up, Eric? While I, while I hit him with while I hit you with this, Ronald Acuna contributed, I believe, like. Four four wins above replacement last year, and he was injured for most of the year. He was he. I loved the home run bet for him because I had that three point six. <laughs> Based on his performance throughout the year, if you just take the low end, the conservative estimate of how he would have played, he would have added another four wins to the Braves. So seven point six total. Seven point six total. And they won the World Series, people. <laughs> so Azuna's out for 20 games. And to get back to what we asked earlier about AL odds, plus 2,000 to win the AL, Detroit Tigers, and plus 4,000 to win the World Series, Detroit Tigers. Not as bad of odds as I was expecting on that. No, that's I mean, wild. they've. that's what happens. Plus 5,000 last week. They were plus 5,000 last well, week. Well, because they, they got a guy, they got Austin Meadows, who's a, who's a very good outfitter from Tampa Bay. I mean, if I, I didn't even factor in Marcelo, Marcelo Zuna coming back. I mean, it, like, if if Ozuna even plays to a to a shell of what he's capable of, let's see here. I'll go to baseball reference. Ozuna, he played, he hasn't played since 2019. In 2019, I mean, his career war is 20.9 over nine seasons. 20.9 divided by nine. He's going to give you at least 2.3 wins on a, if, if it's an average season for him. Yeah. So, the, so, so, there, so there you go. So Atlanta, Atlanta has more. I think Atlanta wins 100 games. I think they handily win this division. Like the next, oh, team, yeah. the next team is not within eight games. The next team will be the New York Mets, and the New York Mets will have around 85 to 90 wins because they cannot suck as bad as they did last year. They cannot blow it as bad as they did last year. But they're not going to be anywhere close to the Braves. It's, I mean, it, it, it's, yeah, it's it, it's not close. Braves over 90 and a half, book it. Yeah, so uh, clarification, I guess Ozuna is... Uh... So I just read an article on ESPN. His 20-game suspension was served last year. And according to this article, they were interviewing players, and they're saying it's good to have him back in the in the ballpark, in the clubhouse. 
It's hey, I, I tell you what, it's good to see him beating the shit out of baseballs. <laughs> All right, so you have Mets. You have Mets coming in second. Mets team. coming in second. Mets. Mets. I think grabbed that last wild card. The I love the idea of the Phillies and Marlins both going 500. This isn't the AL East, but I think it's the best division. I think it's the best division in the National League. I think Philly yeah, absolutely. Philly wins. Philly is close to 500. Miami is close to 500. It I don't think they be, get 500. It would be entertaining, incredibly entertaining to see Miami. Miami's young players get hot, especially after what's happened this year. Philly to make the playoffs, yes, minus 110. Miami to make the playoffs, plus 250. Uh, that's in the it's in range of outcomes. I was just looking at this. I was going to ask you. What are the odds the Marlins finish second in the division? I, I wouldn't be that far. I mean, they're five games away from the, the Mets right now. If they catch fire, Miami's got a very good young team. And the one thing with futures, you know, we always caution people. Obviously, podcast motto, fade us, if we didn't say that at the beginning. But, you know, the trade deadline sways these odds heavily. Oh, yeah. And so if the Marlins are even remotely competitive and – the you know the, they'll usually strike when the iron's hot. I'm assuming that with the departure of Derek Jeter, they also want to make a splash. So if their yeah. team is competitive, you'll see the Marlins be aggressive suitors because they're going to try to, uh, I guess, change the image of or perception of what the Miami Marlins have been for the last two three seasons. Well, consider this: Steve Cohen's not a patient man as the Mets owner. No. If the Mets are bad at the trade deadline, he's giving up players. If Philly does Philly things, sorry, Eric. Oh, wait, you're a Red Sox fan. If Philly does Philly things and they're bad at the trade deadline, they're giving up players. They're not keeping Real Muto. They're probably shopping Harper. They're shopping Aaron Nola. Like, like for you to say that question to me, Jermaine, it's entirely possible that Miami is a buyer at the trade deadline. And and maybe moves into that eighty-five to ninety wins. Does it yeah. get him in? Does it get him into the playoffs? Hell yeah, eighty-five in the, wins in and the NL gets you gets yeah. you into the playoffs. So here, uh, did you factor in a uh, season-long designated hitter into your NL thoughts? Uh no, I did not. That's a good point. Yeah, so I I just thought that that would be something that you use to factor in because um, I think that sways it a lot. Right. Yeah. It makes those teams with, you know, the extra bats that more prevalent, which is why I think the Mets are fascinating this year. Right. But and but it's, but we every year we say this about the Mets. So. We do say this about the Mets. The Mets have it. They're going to the playoffs. Right, Miami over 76 and a half, though. I think that's a great bet. I, I said I said no earlier and talked <laughs> through it, and now I'm on the other side. I think uh, my Miami over is a great bet. And, uh, and NL East, exact finishing order. Braves, Mets, Phillies, Marlins, Nationals, plus 275. Eric, look up for me, please. Braves, Marlins, Mets, Phillies, Nats. The Nats are finishing last place. I'm sorry, Washington Nationals fans. Thanks for the cheap tickets. Yeah, they just gave them a championship, though. They, they can right. suck it up. Right. <laughs> it, also, it's a it's funny. It's the funniest thing to be in Washington D.C. and hear Nats fans talk 
about the team like, oh, this team, we won a World Series two years ago. Yeah, you weren't supposed to win that World Series. So you should be saying, hey, <laughs> we have cheap tickets and we won a World Series two years ago. Nick, can you give me the order again? Braves. Miami. Marlins. Mets. Philly. Nats. Uh, that's plus 4,000. Oh, 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 I'm, I'm sounding very French over here. Oh, we, we, plus yeah, 4,000. I mean, you gotta love that. Put something on it, just right. put, ladies and gentlemen, put something on it. Put a dollar on it at this point. Like, what, what's the harm? You want to win 40 bucks? <laughs> wow. Uh, all right, so with that being said, let's go ahead and speed this up, move into the National League Central. Uh, Brewers minus 190, Cardinals plus 225, Cubs plus 1,200, Reds plus 1,400, and Pittsburgh Pirates with the lock of the century for last at plus 6,500. Yeah, the, I mean, the, the Central has two teams at the top. is just going to be who 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 wins it, who who, who wins the series. It might be who comes down to who wins the Brewers-Cardinals series for the year. I yeah. think the Brewers win it. But I think the Cardinals are a game behind. Uh, I was going to say, based on odds, hammer the Cardinals. The 225 right now to win the Central, fantastic bet. Hammer the Cardinals. Uh, every, the other three teams are not good. Uh, these two teams should be in contention for 90-plus wins just based on their division. Um, and like Nick said, it's going to come down to the two of them. I think Milwaukee blows it like they usually do. Pittsburgh Pirates. Win total is at 65 and a half. Are you kidding me? Hammer the under. Oh, my God. That's a generous number. Hammer the number and then double it. (laughs) I don't know how much I can say. This might be my lock of the – Eric, you can bold this, underline it, highlight it. This might be my lock of the century. No way in hell the Pittsburgh Pirates get 65 wins or 66 wins so he his lock for clarification is pittsburgh pirates under 65 wins on the season there's there's no way i who are they beating to get 65 wins i don't know that's i know baseball is very unpredictable but come on that's a lot of wins well it's random it it gets it gets non-random as you play 162 games yeah that's why they play so much so they're losing over 100 so if right. you think if you think that, then hammer the under. The exact finishing order of Brewers, Cardinals, Cubs, Reds, and Pirates is plus one fifteen. It's the betting favorite uh, on the Central. The Central might be the easiest division to predict, honestly. I like the plus five seventy five cards: Brews, Cubs, Reds, yep. Pies, Pirates. Yep, that's also a very good. Oh, one. that's and what that's you were gonna say. Plus five seventy five. That's I mean that's a great one. Plus five seventy five. Uh, Let's let's move to the NL West. My favorite division, but Jesus Christ, can the Dodgers stop acquiring superstars? Like it's just getting ridiculous at this point. Yeah, but their ratio is off. What are we at? Like ten superstars to one World Series? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't care that the ratio is off. I think they're winning 114 games this year. Is that the watch, record? Watch for the Dodgers to challenge the Marlins record or the the Mariners record. I think What's the Mariners' the, record is one sixteen. Yeah. Can you look up best and worst record while you're at it? I want to know, know what the worst, worst record. record is. The worst record was like the Richmond Spiders. They won like eighteen games. They went like eighteen and one twenty or something. 
the Richmond Spiders or some something, yeah, something like that. Richmond something or Cleveland oh. Spiders, Cleveland Spiders. What would you say for the worst? Uh, it's the New York Mets, forty and one twenty. <laughs> Classic Mets. <laughs> they probably won the World Series the next year. <laughs> if that's not the most Met thing, I, like it's so believable when you say the Mets. All right, what do you got for best? Uh, the 1906 Cubs and the 2001 Mariners both won 116. Yeah. Oh, that's why I knew that number, bro. I wasn't alive for 1906, so I don't claim it. <laughs> All right, so uh, I think – like the Giants didn't get the Giants are an enigma to me. I, yeah. I, so here's what I will say: the Giants in even years. Well, that is it. Even years that they yeah. won the World Series, right? Uh, oh, maybe. And they, and they just did well last. Either way, they are the Mets year to year. They won't be good this year. Listen, I the. Our our model has the Giants winning ninety nine games. I can argue both sides of that. <laughs> I would love the under of ninety nine, but I'm not getting that. What's the over under? Eighty five and a half, <laughs> which, is an which, which is an incredibly frustrating number because I can see them winning <laughs> seventy eight games, and I could see them winning ninety two games, and the model's How like many- ninety nine. How many games did the Giants um, lose Win last year? Lose, lose in the offseason. How? What was their four? That's it. They only lost four. I thought they lost more. Well, they lost Buster Posey. Retired. Right, he retired. But they re-signed uh, D uh, D Scaflana, their pitcher. Uh, they signed. Let me go down here. Cueto's gone, right? They signed Matt Boyd, good player. Uh, Johnny Cueto's gone, yeah, but he wasn't really that good last year. Really? Okay. No. Um, yeah, I just – they. I mean, Evan Longoria is injured. He wasn't really that good. I mean, they re-signed Alex Wood, good pitcher. They signed Alex Cobb. He's a good pitcher. I haven't really heard anything they lost. That oh, made, that made they re-signed – they signed Carlos Rodon. From the White Sox. The pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> I always, you know, I always mix him up with uh, Rond- Rendon. Or, yeah, Rendon. The yeah. third baseman that won the title with the Nats. Right? Oh, Anthony Rendon. Yeah. Oh, is there Because there was a pitcher named Carlos Rendon. My goodness. Can, <laughs> can, can the Hispanics mix up the Dane talent, bro? <laughs> no, I don't I, you know. I think, yes, they can. There's so many. How they get away? It's how Albert Pujols is playing at 52. Did you hear about a uh, Vladdy Jr.'s little brother? Ah, uh, yeah, I saw the highlight of him absolutely mashing. I was just like, this family <laughs> to make one of those cheesy tutorial videos. You remember, like the, right, the how right. to sh- how to shoot free throws videos right. or how to dribble, but they need right. to do that with baseball. Hello. And just, <laughs> yes. Vladimir Guerrero. And you have Vlad with the accent speaking the whole time. Bro. Oh my god, dude. That's that how would... you get good. It's Hispanic by osmosis. You know? What uh, I mean? Oh yeah. I love I love <laughs> then you have little white kids being like, I love to play baseball. I love the game. I love the pitcher when he throw the ball. <laughs> 
Uh, Colorado Rockies, Arizona Diamondbacks hammer the under on win totals. <laughs> but listen, this is my most, this is my favorite time of the year, especially like with runs like this where the Rockies have bad seasons. They're coming up on their third terrible season. Nobody expects the Rockies to be good. These are the years that the Rockies just pull something out of nowhere and they'll win 92 games and not win the NL West. But <laughs> they're not, they're going to get third in the NL West. The crazy thing is, I don't think the Padres oh, are going to, I, I don't think fourth. the Padres are going to break, are, are going to break 500. Padres right now win loss 88 and a half. Hammer the under. Oh, it's such a tough division. That's the only, but the thing is, they have twenty what twenty four cupcakes against twenty four each team: Colorado and Arizona. I listen. This is just me. This is just me convincing myself because I don't want to be hurt before baseball even starts. It really feels like a year where I say the Rockies aren't going to do anything, and they prove me terribly wrong. I don't see it. I don't see it either. <laughs> which is which is why I'm doubting myself. You do have the MVP on your team, though. That's right. Uh, by the way, Chris Bryant MVP odds plus thirty five thousand. Book it. <laughs> hey, thirty five thousand. Uh, uh, or sorry, thirty five hundred. Sorry. Um, San Diego to miss the playoffs plus one seventy. By the way. Oh, that's a fun bet. Uh, a couple a couple of other fun bets that I have before we get into player props. Best record: the Dodgers plus two hundred. Worst record, as Jermaine already said, Pittsburgh Pirates plus 425. If you parlay all the division winners we talked about today, an AL parlay of Yankees, White Sox, Astros plays, pays you plus 710. An NL parlay of Braves, Brewers, Dodgers pays you 370. If you parlay all six of those together, it's plus 3,700. If you replace... The Sox with the Tigers and the Brewers with the Cardinals. Give me your money. <laughs> what do you uh, what do you get for those odds? That's I what I want to know. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're, we're gonna have to crunch the numbers. All down. right, so AL Cy Young Award. That's the player prop that you want to get into, right? Uh no, I I don't actually have a pick. Can you read me the odds off for AL Cy Young? Eric? Uh I'll I'll Oh, go ahead, Eric. You got it. Oh, I was trying to do that parlay for you. Oh, okay. You'll get the parlay. Uh, so, AL Cy Young is um, Garrett Cole plus 425. Shane Bieber plus 650. Robbie Ray plus 800, my personal favorite. Lucas Giolito plus 1,000. Sean Manea plus 1,000. Did I say that wrong? No. Uh, Dylan Chase. But he's, plus- on, but he's on the Padres, so. Oh, Dylan Cease. Dylan Cease plus 1,200. Yeah, Manea's on the Padres, though. Uh, plus 35,000 for, for my 16 parlay. That's good. It's not even that different. Yours was plus 35,000 as well. 3,700. Your six teams was 3,700? Correct. And my six teams was 35,000? <laughs> Correct. The Tigers throw a real big wrench into that. <laughs> Anyways, so do you want me to keep going? Because you got uh, Verlander twelve hundred, McCullers twelve hundred, and Frankie Montes as plus 300, 1300. 
I don't really have a pick. I, I, I bet Shane Bieber last year. He kind of let me down. He won the year before, though. Don't be a dick. <laughs> right. And I bet him then, too. <laughs> That's what I meant. You won on him in the year before. Um, I think my dark horse would probably be Giolito. If Giolito pitches uh, as well as he can, or as well as that, he physically can in that White Sox rotation. Yeah, and, and that, path. that links with your White Sox bet. Because if, if Giolito struggles – that's gonna be a big hindrance on the right. on the White Sox. I like Robbie Ray plus eight hundred, and my dark horse is Justin Verlander plus twelve hundred. It's an interesting bet. It's a fantastic bet. Thirty eight and still throwing like ninety eight. <laughs> yeah, the and the thing is, he just came back, you know, so he's rested. All right. <laughs> All right. So American League MVP. Do you have any thoughts? Do you want? Yes. Odds? There's there's one choice. It's the obvious choice. It's better every year. It's Mike Trout. Mike, when was the last time Mike Trout won an MVP? He is due. What are the odds on Mike Trout? Plus 400. Oh my God, free, dude. Free money. That's free money. I'm putting 1,000 on it. <laughs> Mike Trout not injured. It's free money. I'll put 2,000. You know what? I'll match your 1,000. And Eric but, has to go in because that's a majority. That's a, 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 oh, Jesus. I can't even talk. <laughs> that's a majority that's, rule. Majority rules. Yeah. I got so excited that we were putting so much money on Mike Trout. All right. So, so Mike Trout plus 400 is the obvious choice. Second good choice is Vladdy Jr. Um, I felt he should have won last year. But uh, Shohei is at plus 325, odds on favorite. Still great odds if you think he – I don't think he repeats, though. Uh, then you have two 1,500 players, Aaron Judge, Wander Franco. Uh, that Franco one's interesting. And then you have Devers, Bichette, Jose Ramirez, most likely going to be traded, and Jordan Alvarez at plus two thousand. Yeah, I, it's it's pick pick one of the three, the big three. Yeah, the, the actually, odds actually favorite, pick yeah. pick between Vladdy and pick between Vladdy and Mike Trout. I think because I don't think I, I, I can I make my bold prediction. Otani doesn't finish the year. Okay, you want. Otani gets. That, will you write that down? Otani gets. Otani doesn't play one sixty-two. Is what he's saying. Uh, all right. So what, that, o- Otani that was, doesn't play one. Well, dang. Let me. I, I Otani doesn't doesn't finish. Otani gets injured and doesn't finish the year because you can't really put a number on it because he's not a. Because he's a pitcher as well. Yeah. So right. um. So what you're saying? Are you saying he misses time during time. the year? Yes, misses misses time. Misses time. Okay. Like that puts him out for the year. Miss, misses has an injury that puts him out for the season. Oh, so you're saying doesn't get hurt and comes back. He's done for the season. All Correct. Right, that, make sure that's clear. Um, then we got AL Rookie of the Year. Probably don't have a very good choice in this. I you, do. Spencer Torkelson. The last six AL Rookie of the Years, with the exception of Shohei Otani, have been either DH or corner outfielders. And even when um oh god, who is the Astros guy? Um Altuve? Correa? No. Uh, um oh my god. Uh, no, Yasmal Yaz- Garcia. I think that's his name. Yasmani anyway. Grandal? No. <laughs> Eric, look up the rookies of the year and whoever won it for the Astros. Oh, Jordan? Jordan Alvarez? Ah, just thank you, Jesus Christ. Um, 
your your Don Alvarez when he won it, he also played left field for a couple games, primary DH. Julio Rodriguez for the for the Mariners. What you look for in rookie in rookie of the year is not someone who's going to be a superstar. A lot of rookies don't play. He just needs at bats, and he just needs to hit decently, like two sixty, and like have a couple of hits, and be be decent. He doesn't have to be a star player. Julio Rodriguez right now, AL rookie, AL rookie of the year, plus five hundred. It's a lock. Yeah, he's the fourth best odds. Actually, he's the third best odds. Um, Spencer Torkelson is—he's uh, a pitcher, isn't he? First baseman. First baseman. Mm-hmm. Bobby Witt Jr. is a shortstop. He just made the—he made the Rays the Royals roster as well. Yeah, he's the odds on favor right now. Right. Uh, National League Cy Young. Uh, Scherzer. Do you have a pick or do you want odds? Uh, I picked Jacob Degrom way too early. <laughs> Is he done for the year? No, he's out for a month though. Oh, that's not a good start. Um, damn, Degrom is. Where's he at on this list? He's he's off because he got injured. <laughs> Dude, make sure he was plus he was plus four hundred. Wow, yeah, he had the best odds then. So Scherzer plus five hundred, who's also supposed to be out yep. for like sixty days, I think. So that uh, no, sense. not out for sixty days yet. They're they're diagnosing him. He doesn't know if he's gonna open if he's gonna pitch on opening day. Corbin Burns plus six seventy five, Walker Bueller plus eight hundred, Zach Wheeler plus eight hundred, Woodruff one thousand, Nola twelve hundred, Freed twelve hundred, Webb thirteen hundred, and Flattery fifteen hundred. What's what's Armand Marquez? Airman Marquez. Oh man, I got plus, plus five thousand. No, don't bet that. Um, I I mean Walker Bueller plus eight hundred is a fantastic bet. I think. I mean, like if if you're going for pure analytics, it's a great bet. Yeah, plus eight hundred is good. Dark horse for me is Blake Snell plus eighteen hundred. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I just think I think he does good this year. So we'll move on to National League MVP. Uh, take Mike Trout plus four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Like shot to be traded. <laughs> uh, so three picks here. Go ahead. Because I'm always going to do it. Juan Soto. I thought I thought he should have won last year. He's plus 450. He's 300 now. Oh, he's 300. So I got him at 450. Ronald Acuna, both MVP and home run leader. He is missing some time due to injury, though, still. He's missing a couple weeks at the beginning of the season due to injury. That kind of stinks. Uh, and then finally, just because I, I'm I'm a homer and I wanted to make this pick, Chris Bryant for MVP, thirty five hundred. Oh, I like it. I like it. You're finally coming to the dark side, sir. When also, also Chris Bryant over twenty seven and a half home runs, minus one thirty. Chris Bryant not listed on the AL on the MLB home run leader list. What do you so mean not, not listed? He's not listed as one of the hitters. Oh, wow. At least when I checked. Can you check again, Eric? Um, That is interesting. They should give you an other at a, at a flat rate. Right. <laughs> other uh, 10,000. The, the picks that I like um, both come from the Dodgers. They may cannibalize themselves. But Mookie Betts at plus 950. 
Yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's been dropping off lately, so that's it, it, it's a good pick. And then Freddie Freeman plus 1,500 because it'd be fucking perfect if, <laughs> if he leaves and wins the MVP for the Dodgers. <laughs> Classic troll pick. All right, so uh, rookie of the year for the NL. So, again, it's the guy that's going to get the most playing time. If C.J. Abrams makes it for makes it for the Padres out of camp, he will be the Padres' solution to the shortstop problem, and they oh. can move Fernando Tatis to third base and Manny Machado to second base. Maybe I don't know, and put Manny Machado in the DH. Damn, that's crazy. But C.J. Uh, Abrams is a better glove than Fernando Tatis. Suzuki is my pick for plus three twenty-five. Wow. Uh, obviously a biased pick because I don't even know the rest of these. <laughs> All I, right, mean, I, I, I mean, if you look at the rest of the – I mean, the Suzuki pick is not a bad pick because the Anno does not have very good rookies. He's the odds on favor right now. Right. Uh, most hits in 2022, quick. No, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know who's, who's odds on favorite. Uh, Vladdy Jr. I could see it happening. Where's uh, – actually, what's what's Bobish yet? Uh, he's second at 950. Yeah, I'll take Boba Shad at 950. Okay. Uh, most home runs? Uh, I want Acuna to do it. It's probably going to be Vladdy. All right. Vladdy's odds on favorite. Most RBIs? Mm. Matt Olson. That's my pick. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Matt Olson pick. Plus 1,500. Uh, run scored? Uh, what's Trey Turner on that list? Trey Turner is plus 1,000. Yeah, I'll take Trey Turner. I like Mike Trout plus fourteen hundred. <laughs> okay. Most stolen bases. Uh, Trey Turner. That's a good pick. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Sterling Marte. What's uh, what's Bobby Witt Jr. actually on there? Oh, Bobby Witt is not on here. You know who is? You know who is on here? C.J. Abrams at plus eight thousand. There you go, C.J. Abrams. Uh, listen, young guys have to be able to do something, and it's normally speed that they excel in. C.J. Yeah. Abrams plus eight thousand—that's pretty good. Uh, most strikeouts. Uh, Garrett Cole. Robbie Ray plus six hundred. You have yeah. Garrett Cole plus four hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, pitcher to record most wins. Walker Bueller. Yeah, Walker Bueller. <laughs> Walker Bueller. <laughs> Plus six fifty odds on favorite. He's tied with Garrett Cole. And uh, listen, when we listen, when you need to allow, when you can allow six or seven runs a game and still win by four or five runs, it's a pretty easy job. Yeah. <laughs> there's no pressure, bro. No. Um. All right, so that wraps up baseball. Unless you have any other tidbits. No, I, that's. I mean, that's kind of. That's it for me. I mean, the the exact order bets I feel like is where I'm going to make my money, and hopefully we hit. Hopefully we hit a crazy one this year. So that's such a fun bet. What's up? Uh, yeah, I was going to say do that already. Yeah, good call though. Um, yeah, so that's going to pretty much wrap up our podcast today. Question mark. <laughs> so, because uh, we're going to move World Cup, we don't really have much to do. We can. We can announce the the groups, but we'll we'll push World Cups to to a later episode. Uh, still, definitely, probably get that in this month. We already touched on futures last episode. We're 
at 123. So I think this is a pretty good stopping point for this. No disagreement for me. All right. You got anything, Eric? Uh, since I didn't make any baseball picks, I just got one thing. Red Sox are going to win the World Series. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I mean, it's not an outlandish bet. What is the Red Sox on? Oh, actually, that's one thing we did not do. Who do you have winning the AL? Who do you have winning the NL? When did the Yankees last win the AL? Oh, man. They lost the World Series. They lost to the Dodgers, right? No the, Do- no, the Dodgers beat the Astros, right? It's the Yankees for me. The last World Series appearance for the Yankees was 2009. All right, so you have the, the, Yankees. the New York – sorry, the last time they – 2009. Ma- they made the World Series was 2009, is what you said? That's the last time they won the. Are you talking about when they won the AL East? When did? When's the last time they played a World Series? That's what we're looking for. You said yeah. last World Series appearance. Yeah. Two thousand nine, right? Yeah. Okay, so. I'll just. Yeah. I was just confused. You made me second guess. No, I said it, and then you made me second guess. I myself. didn't hear it. That's why I don't was d- asking. Don't doubt yourself, player. Yeah. So the uh, American League, you have Yankees. Plus 550. They are not the favorite. Would you like to wager who the favorite is? Uh, the White Sox. No, the Toronto Blue Jays at plus 375 to win the American League outright. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Uh, White Sox are plus 600. Uh, Yankees are plus 800. I'm going with the Detroit Tigers to win the AL outright <laughs> at plus 2000 i know people think i'm fucking around but I, I <laughs> no i know you're not fucking around i, I just... like that i like the tigers this year uh all right so who do you got national league outright <sighs> dodgers if it's not the dodgers the braves uh, you know what i'm starting to think i'm starting to think that this is for best record it's not even for who makes the World Series. Is that what it says? It doesn't say American League pennant or it doesn't say anything. It just says MLB 2022 American League outright. Yeah, so that's talking, got, no, that's got to be who wins it outright. The regular the season. League. Yeah. Yeah. So the Yankees is the pick at plus 550 regular season. Um, I mean, the, it's going to come down oh, to no, them. No, no, that's that's the that's who wins a pennant. Sorry, I misspoke. Are you sure? Positive. It's got to be. Because it's right under World Series, right? It's right under World Series, yeah. Yeah. It's got to be. So they don't have the option to bet best, like who's the first seed of the regular season? Uh, Not that I saw. I didn't see it. Okay, so then, yeah, so I'll stick with my Detroit Tigers plus 2,000. You have the Yankees plus 550. So National League, who do you have uh, winning the National League outright? Dodgers. I actually have the Atlanta Braves at plus 600. It's good. It's a good bet. I Everything they did and have coming to them screams the first team to repeat in a while. Who's the last team to repeat? Kansas City lost the second yep. one, right? Yeah. 
Yankees, probably. It was the Yankees. 98, 99. 98, 99 Yankees. Look at that. You were faster than Google, Nick. Yeah. Damn. So I think that's <laughs> I think that's a fun bet. The Braves to repeat is a fun bet to me. What's uh, what's Braves World Series odds? All right. So uh MLB 22 World Series. See, this is what I don't understand. All right, World Series outright. Um Braves is plus twelve hundred. Man, if you can grab the Braves at plus twelve hundred right so, now and throw a hundred bucks on it. That's a great bet. Uh you're you have Dodgers and Yankees. Dodgers are plus four fifty, Yankees are plus one thousand. I don't like it, guys. I don't like I, I I don't like picking the Dodgers and the Yankees. Do you think I like it as a baseball fan? No. What are the Rockies to win the World Series? Not listed. Plus fifteen thousand. <laughs> what are, what are the Rockies to win the the NL? <laughs> No, that you, you got to keep scrolling. <laughs> you got to keep scroll all the way down. Eric. They have this so to win the NL is all the way at the bottom. No, no, just a, the, all the way at the bottom of the NL is the right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So here, here's the so they have best record regular season only. So it's all teams, right? Who do you think has the best record in all of baseball? The Dodgers. So, it's a really easy choice. It's the Dodgers, Dodgers. yeah. Plus 200. Uh, the White Sox, shockingly, tied with the Blue Jays for second and third, respectively, at plus 650. That's insane. And then MLB worst record, Orioles plus 175, Pirates plus 425, Diamondbacks plus 525, Athletics plus 750, and Colorado Rockies plus 800. The Baltimore Orioles will call Adley Rustman up at some point. He's like one of the top five prospects. In yeah, they have. Who do the Pirates the have to call year. up? You, me, Eric. I no. think we're. I think we're on the minor league team. Pirates plus four twenty five is a freaking is a great lock. Bet. If you parlay, can you parlay that with the Dodgers? Uh, I mean, Bravada's stupid, so probably not. But oh no, it won't let you. Womp womp. I still think those are great bets. And uh, Detroit Tigers win it all plus 4,000. You heard it here first. Anybody, anybody got anything else? That's it. All right. So you have a terrible World Series. <laughs> Just to let you I know. don't like it. I don't De- like it. Nobody likes it. Detroit, Atlanta, bro. D- can you imagine the Tigers-Rockies World Series? No. Nobody wants to imagine that. <laughs> Although... Rocky Stadium for a World Series game would probably be pretty banging. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. I don't care how much it costs. I'll be there. You're, you're going to see a lot of losses. Um, and that's not saying the Rockies. just saying somebody's going to lose. Uh, you got anything else, Eric? <laughs> Nick just hit me with the biggest yawn. He's done. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Nick's giving me the cut it sign. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Like I said, we'll get to World Cup soon. We're definitely doing it this month um, for obvious reasons. But uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room 303. And we'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room.